0: This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20,000 courses. I'm currently using the platform to learn a bunch of different skills that we have talked about many times on this show. This is a tool for brands and individuals to acquire new skills or take novice skills to an expert level. Think of it as the Netflix for learning skills online. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right, Skillshare is offering the skinny confidential him and her listeners two months of unlimited access to over twenty-five thousand classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com/tsc. Again, go to Skillshare.com/tsc to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com/tsc.
3: Going in my head constantly about like what outfit needs to be like put on priority next, like what could potentially be like a good backdrop, like constantly in my mind. So I feel like I just try to take every moment, and be like how is this moment used best, and work from there.
2: Hi. Hello. Happy Tuesday, guys. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Rumi Neely, one of the top influencers. On this episode, we're discussing business, fashion, photography, design. We get into it. If you're new to the show, what's up? I'm Lauren Everett's Bostick. Today I'm Bostick, babe. And I'm the creator of The Skinny Confidential.
0: And I'm Michael Bostick. I am a serial entrepreneur and brand builder. Most recently, a new a newly announced father, Lauren, you are hanging it out. You've been hiding it for so long. Now you are just, you are pregnant. My
2: fucking tits are on the fucking table. My stomach's hanging out. I'm letting it loose. Listen, Michael, I was like Kate Winslet in Titanic for five months. So it's time to like take off the corset and let things just show.
0: I don't get that reference. Is that because she wore something tight?
2: Kate Winslet in Titanic was like abused by her mother with a corset because she had to like get it tightened so much.
0: Okay, I get it. Now I get it. Now I get it. And so does that make me Leo am I going to sink and, and die in the freezing cold water?
2: I don't know. If it's between you and I, like who's living?
0: Well, I'm pr- pretty sure it's not going to be me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, too. now that you got the baby there, I'm definitely it's not going to be me. I'll just sink. I'm going to sink to the bottom. You know what who it's going to be? Our producer Taylor. Taylor is also joining us on this show. He's what I was
1: going to say is that I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of debate if Could Leonardo bring on Kate onto the floating door? Was there enough room for both of them? Even if there was enough room, Lauren would take the whole thing and Michael would drown.
2: I'm so glad that you know that. You know, my grandma told me, she said, I said, what's love to my grandma? And she said, love is when there's one slice of chocolate cake left on the table and your husband wants you to have it and you want your husband to have it. And I thought, fuck. I would take the chocolate cake and eat it.
0: Do You know what it is, though? I don't want any fucking cake. So it's so you can have it every time. I know.
2: I think that's why the relationship works. I would take the cake.
0: Not a big sweets guy. Unless it's smart sweets. But
2: or I would like eat the whole thing and leave you with like a small like measly morsel.
0: Listen, luckily I'm not attached to sweets, food, any kind of, any kind of that stuff. Yeah, Just thank
2: God. The you have been, you have been eating. I've been craving oatmeal raisin cookies, and he's been trying to eat my oatmeal raisin cookies though, I, since I, I got pregnant.
0: I took one bite. No, one Michael, crumb.
2: don't fuck with the raisin
0: cookies. Anyway, guys, an exciting. Uh, Last week was exciting. We finally got to announce a baby, which um, we've been holding back, obviously, for five months. Don't have to keep that secret anymore. The baby is hanging out. The the
2: secret was really hard for Michael, you guys. It was really hard for him to suck it in for five months.
0: Now you're really flaunting it
1: around, though. She's going up and down. Everyone, she She came into the office. Almost every single person that she walked by, she had to do the whole like, "Oh my god, congratulations!" She's showing it off, and she's looking great. You
0: what? know what's fucked up is, you know, for, for guys, and I didn't read, I didn't realize this, but like, you have to be careful when your wife's pregnant or when your girl's pregnant because you, like, I think your your body tries to like match the estrogen level, and so you have to like do th- do some things to keep that testosterone flowing. I'm telling you.
2: Who said that?
0: I was reading about it, and I was noticing. I'm like, why am I getting so emotional? I thought at first it was just like because I'm happy, which I am, but now I'm starting to think, wait a minute, is my estrogen like out of control right now? It is, it's why? not.
1: It's not an anchor baby. That's what it is. You got her pregnant. She's going to leave you now.
0: Um, no, she's, You're she's just going
1: to start crying all the time. And Lauren's going to be like, Jesus Christ, Michael. You have Michael.
2: been really cry lately. You've no, been more cry than me.
0: She's obsessed with me right now. She's smelling me all the time. No, I'm but that's
2: you. because of your pheromones.
0: She's blaming it on the baby. She's like, the baby's smelling it. I'm like, the baby can't smell yet.
1: It's hers.
2: <laughs> I literally do you like a line of crack cocaine. I just sniff him every morning. It's Michael weird. is
1: one of the toughest people that I know. Hands down like uncomparatively at all, across the board. But now Why I Why don't have you this... get
2: on your knees and suck his dick right no, now? No, no, no. Hey,
1: I'm tough too. So I'm right up there with him. So what I was going with this is now I have this thing where in my mind, it's he's like smelling roses. He's like sitting there. He's like, oh, I got st- to take a, take a quick break and look at these nice dandelion type things.
2: He has been like a little bit you Taylor have... saw
0: Taylor saw one video of me being vulnerable on YouTube and now he's he's thinking that I'm just crumbling.
1: Yeah, so I actually want to talk about this. The reason being is because you Lauren I didn't know this until just the other day. She actually filmed the reveal where Michael, where she showed Michael that the I don't know, you showed him the baby, that's so the baby test.
2: No, he had no idea I was pregnant. The baby test. Yeah, so you, your verbiage is off. <laughs> <laughs> He, I showed Michael, like I revealed I was pregnant. Like he didn't know. Does that make sense to you? I know yeah. your brain isn't there yet, right now. So when he I pulled the, th- I don't
1: even know what it's called, the thing that, like the, the tray, the tray off the dome. You D- have
2: to get, get the words. The right.
1: dome. When he when he pulled the dome off, you have to see the video because his face. I'm telling you, I've known him for years. I have never in my entire life seen him make this face. It's one of the most just like pure. Happy, or kind of, it's almost, I don't know, I don't even know what to describe it. I'm there, yeah, genuine, just no, but not genuine because it makes it seem as if he's not genuinely uh, like expressive with his emotion. It's almost as if Michael was injected with love, with where, for instance, I was gonna, where I was gonna say this, but also it's not even that Lauren's reaction where she goes, I'm freaking out, and you can legitimately hear like tears get caught, like almost caught up in her, in her voice. It's so emotional that I almost got teared up
2: are you gonna cry right now
1: i'm not gonna cry now but i think
0: you did get teared up and i did you're trying to act tough.
1: i i did get goosebumps and i watched it multiple times and it, it's something that i think now think of when the kids full grown he is always going to have that little moment to where you have the first reaction when you found out that she was pregnant with him. How or, do you know it's a him? Well, I, I just realized that him My or her. My
2: favorite thing is that you don't know the gender, but you've been calling it a he, which is really sexist uh, is, and rude. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is, are you hoping that it's a he? No, I have no preference No, he at hopes all. it's
2: a she, so he can try to date her friends.
0: Ooh, gross. No, no.
1: Not at all.
2: I wouldn't put anything past not at you. All.
0: Listen, that, that might be the end of Taylor. That'd be weird. I might have to, actually.
1: No, no, that would never happen. So, But I, I think that everybody should watch it. The reason being is because It's a moment in time that I think is rarely captured. It's...
3: Well, it's...
2: Vulnerable.
1: That's that shooting star that but I you know. why I think Lauren what happened to too
0: is that I did because I didn't know she was filming me and I didn't know what was going on. If you look closely in that video, I'm like wearing these like weird iPads and she kept it was weird. She said kept telling me take she like, take those iPads off, but I was you know I was, had some under eyes. I was drinking the night before, so I was like why that why like let, let me leave them on and because she was trying to get me to film. So then I started crying and the iPad started like going down my face I and mean, she dropped the camera at that point. But but that's why I think like it's a moment where I didn't know I was being filmed and I didn't know it was coming. And so all I had was the pure reaction.
3: You
2: guys are getting a little more feminine because you guys keep discussing this at length Fuck, like, what should
0: we do should we like maybe we should start arm wrestling start we something. need to we go, go start like, a street fight yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's
2: who a, in this office wants a beauty tip or something
0: yeah exactly we got to go slam a glass of whiskey and get in a street fight too <laughs> that's good I'm all about that too. let's <laughs> get tattooed right now i do want to get a tattoo i am going to definitely
2: if you are yeah what do you think you're gonna get i think you should get a cucumber
0: kids be careful don't don't get tat don't 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 ruin your body like i have um
2: yeah, so. Unless you're tailored. Go ahead, ruin your body. It's would be fun to get with me. Watch the YouTube video. It's live up on YouTube and it's of the last five months. And again, some people are asking me why we didn't tell anyone for five months. And the answer is super simple. We just wanted to have a moment between ourselves. Didn't we do the whole goddamn podcast about that? Yeah, but I've gotten asked that question still and I just want to. Drive the people nail.
0: people do that to me, and I just revert them. Episode number two, 13, 14, whatever it was. It says the episode's called "We're Pregnant." You can go get it there. Let's not. Let's not. Yesterday's gone down the river. Let's not head back. It's not because I'm going to ask you questions. It's not because I
1: have any interest in it at all. But I'm curious. When is it acceptable for someone to touch the belly,
2: Michael? When is it acceptable for Taylor to touch my stomach?
1: I don't no, I don't. I have a phobia of like that those that particular thing like babies in general but like heartbeats and stuff freak me out so I, I don't want to.
2: Taylor you're not gonna f- this isn't a cartoon where the heartbeats like popping out of the stomach. Let's just
0: make it so we that you guys don't touch each other that'd be good.
2: Okay. I yeah.
1: would like some no, no actually I was gonna say some woo but that's weird. No no let's never mind. Ignore <laughs> that. I, I don't want you going anywhere near my wife with woo. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, You've
2: been getting really creepy to me since I've been pregnant. I feel it, like it's the boo. It's
1: one of those things where, in this instance, you can't. Really, you have to really avoid it. It's, I'm, it's like, a, what is it? It's a very delicate dance, okay? It's
0: very no, there's delicate. no delicate dance involved at all with Woo and my wife and you. There is no <laughs> dance. That gets canceled. No dance. Out. Um, yeah, so we don't even need to explore it, my friend. Not at all.
2: All right, before we get acquainted with this guest, I want to tell you guys that there is a huge, and I mean huge, gifting campaign, giveaway, whatever you want to call it, on my latest Instagram. Basically, I teamed up with tons of killer, badass influencers, and we personally curated this Fabulous gift. I handpicked every single item. There are products that are up to 3K. It's probably the biggest gifting campaign giveaway I've ever done. It's my favorite YSL purse. You know, the one that I wore in France that's like a beach bag. It has every kind of pink swag that you would want and a MacBook. I mean, this giveaway, like, I want to win the giveaway. All you have to do to enter is go to my Instagram page. It's my latest post. It has all the information on how to enter, it takes 60 seconds. You're going to love all the influencers. You're going to love the gifts. It's very on brand. And like I said, I personally curated this fabulous gift. So many goodies, a MacBook, a YSL bag, tons of pink stuff. They even have a Smeg lemon juicer. My friend Ingrid got me one and I was like, we need a Smeg pink lemon juicer. So you're going to die when you see it. All right. Check out my Instagram at the skinny confidential. Enter take 60 seconds, tag your friends. Before we get into this episode, I want to shout out Rumi Neely. She is one of the most genuine, coolest influencers out there. Sometimes in this space, it can get weird. Sometimes it can be a little high schooly, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of partaking in that, but Rumi Neely is the real deal. She is an OG influencer, okay? I think she launched a blog like back in like 2008 or something crazy. She's someone I've always looked up to in this space and she's taken her platform and transformed it into a business and a company. Massive respect. When I moved up to LA, she reached out and had a whole list of where to go, what to do, what kind of matcha to get specifics. She's very, very detail oriented, which I love. Um, I also have her LA hotspot recommendation list. So if you're interested in checking that out, I will do a blog post on Rumi Neely's hotspots. With that, let's welcome her to the show. She is a boss, a creator, a designer, and an influencer. Meet Rumi. Hold up, Michael, you know what I'm craving right now?
0: You're looking deep into my eyes. So is it me?
2: It's not you. It's actually one of your green smoothies. You're pretty good at it
0: guys, I make a mean, mean green smoothie to keep you healthy, keep you on point, keep you on your feet, keep you energized. And one of the things that I put in that smoothie-
2: Athletic Greens, the ultimate daily, it's your new best friend. So it's an all-in-one supplement with 75 proven vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, which helps support your body's nutritional needs across five critical areas of health. So this was obsessively researched to solve the founder's digestive issues and digestive issues and gut health is real and I feel like we need to really start opening the conversation about it.
0: I'll be the first to say that I know I don't have the perfect diet and I know that I don't always get my nutrients. With Athletic Greens, I feel much better because I know that even though I'm not perfect on my own, with Athletic Greens, I can start my day right, pump it into a smoothie, know I'm getting some nutrition, know I'm getting some vitamins, know I'm getting some minerals.
2: You need all the help you can get, really, Michael. And for those
0: of you that are traveling frequently, this is the best. Lauren and I are always on the road and carrying some of these travel packets in our bag that we can just dump in some water stir up and boom, healthy, makes me feel good.
2: You should know that this has no harmful chemicals, artificial color sweeteners, no added sugars, no GMOs, gluten-free, dairy-free, no pesticides, you name it. We're super, super specific about who we partner with. And this is a product that I know you guys will like. It's vegan. It's paleo. It's keto friendly. Throw it in your smoothie, manipulate your husband, your significant other, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever, to make you a smoothie every night. By ensuring that you both get your greens in.
0: So if you're done letting your body down, done letting yourself down, <laughs> done letting your health down, and if it's time to focus on that health and feel your best, getting into a daily routine with Athletic Greens really will be the single best thing you can do for yourself this year. So why not just try it? Jump over to athleticgreens.com skinny and claim our offer today. 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com skinny to start your day right. Good things will follow. I promise you will be jazzed up just like me. Energy off the walls. And for our listeners in the UK and EU, they can ship to you as well. So, athleticgreens.com slash skinny.
2: Let's get back to the episode.
3: This is the
2: Skinny Confidential. Him and her. I am so excited because we have the most iconic blogger ever, Lauren.
3: No, really, and I'm—I was not the first. I'm gonna tell you that like before I started, I was inspired by like basically the whole of Scandinavia, which is already way on it. But
2: no one in America was on it like that, you know. I mean, you have to say like you were the first blogger I ever followed. (gasps) Okay, well, think of someone, but for now, I'll take What that. year was it? 2008. So I started in 2010. Okay. So two years before that is a huge gap at that moment.
0: Well, because when she started, people were like, what the hell is a blog? You're never going to do anything with a blog. So and you were two years before that. That's a full like 600 something almost 700 I have been through so
3: much. What is this? What are you doing? Like, why do you need so many photos? Like, it. I didn't care. Okay, from but the very take beginning, us way
2: back to 2008. Ha, so you're inspired by the Scandinavian bloggers,
3: but t- but I'm sure there's more than that.
0: Um, what outlet were you consuming the content on? Just blogs?
3: Way, way back. Fashion was just like all I ever really never got sick of, basically. And that was from when I was like 10 or something. Like I always wanted the latest, like little, Harper's Bazaar and Vogue, like not like, you know, the like teen magazines or anything. I like just wanted the best and like memorized every issue and like that just was what I wanted to do. And like it was just not really something that was an option, I feel like, at that point. If you said you want to work in fashion, it was like you literally need to like be in some like really high elite like social network in order to even like have a chance of being like in those magazines' offices. So um I kind of just like went to college for normal stuff. <laughs> poli sci kind of always kept that in the back of my like, mind is what I really wanted to do. And then just when I saw that yeah, like, there was so much, like, opening up in, like, the blog space in, like, Scandinavia. Like, they would do these daily outfit posts, and they were so cute. And I was like, okay, like, I can do that. Like, and yeah, it's So do you ask your boyfriend to take your photos at this point, right? Yeah. My ex, he was amazing at taking the photos, and it was, like, very much a fun thing for us to do. It was, like, literally living in Pacific Beach, by the way, like, full San Diego. Like Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's full San Diego. Wait, wait, hold
0: on. Because I know you and Lauren have a personal relationship. You guys have been together before, and you know the background. For me... Can yeah, we go back a little bit? Let's give like,
3: Michael some context. Let's
0: give some... I, I mean, I know oh, who you Michael are.
3: Michael is a fellow somewhat Japanese person. Yes, I'm right? A quarter, I'm
0: quarter Japanese.
3: Wait, so how Japanese do you feel and act?
0: To, I feel like <laughs> Is I, your
3: penis Japanese?
2: What
0: does that mean? Do you
3: eat fermented soybeans or is I that I do the not limit? eat
0: fermented <laughs> soybeans. I don't know. It depends. It, it, it In certain things, I feel Japanese, uh, but I don't know how to explain it. And in other ways, I don't feel Japanese at so all. So
3: your grandma was full. My grandma's full. Yeah. So... It's a rare thing to be a quarter, I feel like. I want to meet more of these people, they're like-
0: My grandma's full, mom's half, but then I'm a bunch of stuff, like I've, I've got so many different things.
3: The other stuff is like whatever to me.
2: Okay, so <laughs> so your boyfriend starts taking your photos, mm-hmm. he loves Literally it. Literally
3: in the alleys of Pacific Beach, I, this I mean, I you can picture you. this very specifically, right? Well, did you
0: grow up in San Diego or you just, were no. you just living
3: there? Okay, grew up kind of all over the place, was little in Tokyo and Hong Kong and then NorCal, San Francisco Bay Area, and so San Diego was basically, like, where I went to be, like, further from my family and stuff.
2: I would say, too, when I first started reading your blog that it was inspired by all these different areas. Like, even though you lived in San Diego, you could tell that you had outside inspiration from
3: the United States. It was almost like I feel like being in San Diego was, like, reverse inspirational for me because I felt so, like— not on the same wavelength with everyone there because of like but, the like, well, let me tell you insane why. shoes I was wearing. Sa-
0: San Diego, as much as I love it, we grew up there. I don't know how they could be so close to LA and so far behind in fashion. They are.
3: It's mind boggling. It, it is very confusing. And even the social behavior. Like I always hear about Crystal Lea. I love his podcast. He's always talking about San Diego is like one of the worst places to perform because of like the brawliness and like the.
0: It's like, a very. Br- like kind of like bro-y kind of like yeah. search, I, flip flop I don't get it
3: but at the same time I have a special place in my heart I actually heart. don't know just how the hell
0: I came from there but
3: like what if it actually became more LA like we'd be kind of horrified right yeah. so yeah. maybe we should appreciate you know it for what yeah. it is I'm
0: going to get a, all the San Diegos are going to come out and be like I can't believe you said that about the place you grew up you yeah, know there's going to be a whole thing sorry San Diego
3: yeah <laughs> sorry get it together though oh you guys have everyone's down there your dad has a restaurant
2: down there my dad's restaurant's yeah. down there it just yeah. opened I'll I'm say 101 you got to check it out, it check it out. Yeah. okay so okay, off track so your boyfriend starts Michael and I always go off on tangents. Your boyfriend starts taking photos of you. My girlfriend, Fashion Lush, who I Uh think I told you about at dinner, calls me and goes, there is this girl and Uh you have to go look at her. And she has the most amazing content. And at that time, your content was better. I mean, and I still think it is, but it was like really like better, like exponentially than anyone else. That's so crazy. you Thank start you. <laughs> getting invited to Fashion Week. Can mm-hmm. you speak on
3: that? Because I know that ruffled some feathers. Okay. So the very first show I went to, wasn't even in New York. It was in Paris and it was for the Ungaro show. And it was just like such a full on crazy experience and was a complete dream come true. I couldn't even believe what was happening. And yeah, well, but we're editors mad at this point. Cause this is like what? Two, 2010, I feel like that never really affected me like directly never really cared I mean I feel like I'm very even like in my everyday life or like in with what I do now like I'm very much like stay in my own lane don't look at anyone's paper or, like don't care like focus in the zone and I feel like there's no other way for me What to, was, like, what was
0: like this. the what was the goal back then?
3: It didn't feel like there was anything that was like a structure for me to base things on because it was very much like, you know, the Wild West. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely exhilarating. Because every time I got like some kind of like crazy email about an opportunity, I was like, okay, I guess this is um, the level it's at now. And it just kept on growing bigger and bigger. And yeah, so I signed with Next in LA. I had like a whole separate tangent of my life where I was like working in Tokyo for maybe like, Two years I was going there, like really often doing like modeling jobs and just like building my like profile over there and doing some probably the most like high profile work is like stuff I've done in Tokyo, like my face wrapped around trains and stuff, like just. See,
0: I need to, I'm not, we need to get there. I need to get my face on a train.
3: It was so cool to like be able to get like, to tap into like Japan again, because I felt like I was kind of losing that side of me and like, like the language came back to me. Are you full Japanese? I'm half. You're half. Okay. Yeah. My dad's like from Kentucky.
2: What are your friends and family and boyfriend thinking when all this is happening since it was the wild, wild west?
3: I think that it was a bit like unnerving for my ex because he was just like, This all feels, like, really exciting, but at the same time, like, this is going way outside of, you know, the world that we're currently in, and, like, that was absolutely correct. But I just had this, like, insatiable desire to just keep on, like, prodding and see what could happen next, and my family was, I think... Like confused until my mom thought I was doing in Tokyo, and her friends were like, "Look, she's like in a magazine that I picked up at the newsstand." And then she was like, "Okay, maybe I will like be okay with this now."
0: <laughs> I mean, as Asian they, mothers are tough until they see some validation. She's so
3: bad. I literally played two instruments until like
0: they, they don't they don't give in until yeah, you, until you does. see until you get on a train you're not you're, you're not getting the yeah.
3: validation. So, she was like worried. She was like, OK, well, but you're going to do other stuff, right? This is just like for now. And this is going nowhere. We know that, right? And I was like, uh, sure. Now she's like posing <laughs> with a coffee cup I bet, with her crop top. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she literally wears Are You Mine? It's the cutest, best thing in the whole world. She's like this like micro like pocket person. And she's like wears everything so beautifully. And it's very yeah, sweet. My favorite thing. <laughs> so when did you start to have
2: the idea for your business? Was this something that was like for me, I launched the Skinny Confidential knowing Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be a brand. Did you feel like that? Or was this something that you just sort of... No, it was
3: kind of just like an in the moment, like, hey, like that flower... Shrub looks cool, like would have take a picture by it? Like in the thing that I'm already wearing, and it was all very like organic, random, and like off the cuff organic, yeah. And
0: back then, there was no blueprint either, there was nobody yeah. that you could point to, like, hey, there's a business that exists. Mm-hmm. There, there was no blogging businesses that really existed outside of like some techie Completely. nerdy, you know, banner ad pages,
3: yeah. So, having nothing to base it on me, I wasn't really worried about like making money, I was just like, okay, like if and the options were coming and I was making money, (laughs) but like, I wasn't like, okay, where's this going? And like, what do I build this to? Just like taking things as they came and like, I definitely could have had more of like a structured plan about it. And I think if you ask any girl, like what's one of your dreams that you like would, you know, love to achieve someday, it's like having a clothing brand, of course, like who is going to say no to that almost. And so, yeah, it was in the back of my mind, but it's not an uncommon thing, but Yeah, there came a time where I was just, like, I knew I was ready for it, you know? Your
2: clothing line, though, is different than a lot of people just saying, I want to launch a clothing line. Where I have massive respect for you is you didn't just slap your label on something. Like, every single
3: piece you can tell is created from out of your head. It is a painstaking, but, like, such a glorious process. Like, I just it gives me energy. Like, literally, like, I am the fit model. My fittings, like, every Monday and Thursday for my line. And, like, sometimes I'll get to work and just be, like, so drained for whatever reason. And then, like, I'll see, like, the pile of clothes I'm about trying to, like, I'm literally just, like, brought to life again. Like, it's just every little detail every little like pathway that can be forged from like us working with this fabric or that vendor or whatever and like it's just yeah amazing so michael you michael's very into fashion
2: and you would the way her stuff fits it's like you thought of the boob fat you thought of <laughs> you thought of how to slim the arm you thought of how to show the clavicle like your piece like everything is so well made and so thank you so much daint. like it's it's you can tell it's well, very thought out
0: lauren always gets confused about like it's it's not that i'm just so into fit i like I like fashion I like clothes but I appreciate good design mm-hmm. right like when something is aesthetically when it, it's worked and designed well it, it could be anything it's like it's almost like an art piece right if you if you design it when people take the time and that's why I think it's important and I also like I think it's a really creative expression the way people dress and the way that they you know form their clothes and the way they match things you wouldn't really? guess he was
2: into fashion with the shirt that he's wearing today but I saw is. the blazer it's fine the bla- I had to uh, color the blazer though on navy because it didn't fit my feet
0: <laughs> it was dar- it was a darker navy so everyone's like where'd you get that blazer I'm like that's not you're not, gonna, not gonna get this it doesn't exist blazer. that's that's oh called a. God. That's called a Photoshop app. She
2: altered your outfit. <laughs> I did. I always do. Who cares about him? When you launched your line, was it something that that got popular overnight? Because I see all these celebrities and influencers wearing your stuff.
3: I mean, obviously, I was really lucky to have like my existing platform from Fashion Toast just to be able to show the whole line to immediately, and so it felt like a very exciting like here it is, it's what I've been working on. Like this is the seven core pieces that like I think everyone needs, and that's how it started. It wasn't really like. I knew what was going to come after those pieces. It was more just like, this is your essentials. And from that point, it's like grown so much. And I think there was definitely a point early on where I was worried that like, once I did the perfect slip dress, like what comes after that? But now I almost feel like the more you do, the more styles like I bring into it, the... The more ideas I have, so it's almost like you, self
0: you know what I want to talk to you about. Feeding. Because you were somebody that started, let's say, like they called it blogging then. Influencers, you know, influencers—a term that they just that the marketing people just term to basically describe what they do when they're allocating dollars to this type of space, right? Because they're like, what do we call this type of marketing? We call Influence influencer. So now everybody's an influencer mm-hmm. that gets dollars this way. But for somebody that calls themselves an influencer now and is making the transition from okay, brands are paying me to showcase their products. Now I have an idea in my head, and I want to create my own line. Can you talk? about what that transition looked like. I'm sure that if you start to focus on doing your own line, you have to limit the other stuff because you have to, it's almost like you have to pick one or the other. I know there's definitely, you can can do collaboration still, but it's, I mean,
3: I do like basically zero sponsorships. And I I love it like that. Like That's I feel what I want like you to talk about. That switchover was very natural and very quick. And I'm not saying that I'm opposed to doing like anything with any outside brand, but there's a big I, money
0: listening. She's. You know, I
3: literally like wear 95% of what I wear mm-hmm. in my closet is things that I've created. It was a relief for me. And I think that I always had such a specific vision of how I wanted things to fall on my body and like how short they should be. And like, why can't that strap be like even more barely there? And like all these little tiny details. And was it scary couldn't... to
0: leave the income the Like the collaboration income?
3: It's still scary. Cause I feel yeah. like, you know, having your own business, like you're, I'm like much more like on a day-to-day basis, poor <laughs> than I was, you know, maybe in 2014 or something. But I feel like it's totally worth it. And it's exactly, it feels exactly right. And it feels...
0: Well, it's the transition from having a job to being an entrepreneur. Right. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people say, okay, well, now that I've created this blog and this platform, I'm an entrepreneur because these brands are paying me. It's like, no, you're working for somebody and they're paying you as a job. It's like a freelance thing. Yeah. What you're doing now is like you're an entrepreneur, you have your own business. Right. Yeah. And like I was talking with Rachel, like
3: when you're an influencer, you have clients, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, that's not really my vibe. I'm so specific and so like, I want everything to be the thing that I decided if it's like an aesthetic thing touching my body, you know? Like it was a natural transition. And people are
0: going to get fired up about that statement saying that. Basically, being an influencer is not being an entrepreneur.
3: No, I can, I agree with her. There's, you, there's freelance. Is that like right? a topic that's happening right now? No, no, I
0: just think it's like, I think being an entrepreneur is you're creating a business from scratch. You're, you're building something that does not exist and you're doing it for an or, your own organization and it's mm-hmm. employing people, employing things and creating something. There's nothing wrong with doing influencer business. We do it all the time. People sponsor this podcast all the time. But for me, that's doing freelance work yeah. for something like just like a graphic designer or a developer or whatever. It's, it, there's a, there's a big distinction. And I think people get in trouble because they say I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, are you, or are you doing freelance work for other brands?
3: I mean, that's definitely a really valid way to look at it. What is your day-to-day now
2: that you're in the business? Because I know sometimes it can be hard when you have to work on the business and in the business. And you have a team, too.
3: I have a team. I love my team so much. I feel so... I mean, it definitely took a while to assemble the right group of people. And like, we have been you know, over 20 people and now we're at 12 and that feels totally perfect. And I feel like it's weird. Once you're past like 15 people, I feel like the, oh, there's a vibe change and like the likeliness for something to be negative is like amplified so much. So I feel like-
0: It's because people start reporting into people and it's not-
3: something weird happens, It's not that
0: anymore. It's right, there's there's levels and there's different, like yeah. this person's reporting to this person and that to dynamic changes, especially when it's a small team and everyone's kind of like on the same level. But when you introduce more- and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, Kathy was working next to me. And now I have to report her. And it like, it starts to create dynamics.
3: It It's not fun. So I feel like, especially for how chill of a vibe I want in my office, like it's perfect where it is right now. And yeah. So wait, what was the question? <laughs> no, I was just saying like, how is it running a team day to day? Are you in the office nine to five? Is there like a set? No. I'm I'm obsessed with people's like day. I almost feel like if I was in the office nine to five, that would like undo the whole point of everything that I've ever like tried to achieve. i you know the same know what I way. Mean? I'm the same way. So it's very much like I can decide like the morning of like what my mood is, what my brain feels the most tailored to do, like based on my mood or whatever it is. Like if I'm like really inspired to take photos, I'll do that. If I'm really inspired to, you know, think of new development for the designs and I'll work on that. But I feel like it's very much like such a privileged position to be in. I'm super aware of that. But yeah, that's kind of how I like to have my day. But I, Monday and Thursdays, basically, like I'm definitely at the office and everything else is like kind of filled in randomly.
0: I'm really hoping one of my favorite partners has some courses on what to do as a new father, because I have no clue. Hopefully our friends over at Skillshare.com have a course for me. If not, I know they have a million other courses that are going to help me feel good, level up, take my mind off the pressure of being a new dad, and hopefully add some skills to my repertoire. And you guys can level up as well. Guys, we've been talking about Skillshare for a long time. They have been a long-term partner on this show. Skillshare, for those of you that don't know, is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills skills all online taught by people like you and me you want to take a class in photography creative writing design productivity marketing hell you want to learn how to be accountant. they got something for you so whether you're returning to a long-time passion project challenging yourself trying to level up looking for a new hobby, they have a course from you and guys, like I said, it's taught by people like you and me, very easily digestible.
2: If you're like me, which I know you guys are, you love productivity too, okay? They have courses on how to be productive. This is something that gets me all excited, okay? You guys have listened to the productivity episode and I feel like if you want to continue to get tips and tricks and become a practitioner of productivity, Skillshare is the place to go. And you can also get all the little secrets of design. So if you want to design out your Instagram story, they have you covered. If you're waiting
0: for the luck bus to come up and pick you up and take you to the promised (laughs) land, it ain't happening. The way to stand out is to level up and add new skills to your arsenal. And guys, there is no better way to start. No more cost effective way to start. Don't have to worry about tuition fees. Just boom. Skillshare, and you're ready to go.
2: So as Michael said, there's no luck bus. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right, guys. Skillshare is offering all Skinny Confidential him and her listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. All you have to do to sign up is go to skillshare.com slash TSC. Again, go to skillshare.com slash TSC to start your two months now. That's skillshare.com slash TSC. All
0: right, let's get back to the episode.
2: Do you batch your content that you shoot? Because your Instagram content is, I can tell as a creator, it's a lot of work. I'm like a bit batchy. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Like you'll just be one day, I want to shoot everything. Yeah. If I'm like really in the mood to take photos, I'll do that. But definitely there's always like, there's always something that needs to be like addressed when it comes to, you know, having everything be like working Wait, it should be so. It's a lot of work. Slack is like do you guys use slack. Yeah. It's like my lifeblood. Like it's the first thing I check in the morning, and it's just like yeah, it's a godsend. Like I was always just like criminally bad at email, so I feel like that's like allowed me to like still <laughs> be functional. To yeah, Slack is like email
2: and text mixed together. Oh my god, it's so perfect. Yeah, yeah.
3: It took me a while to get used to it though,
2: and it can be cute too. Yeah, it can be cute. This you one can, will like email have some me randomness. Me the hall, then... Be
0: like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is not what email is for.
3: I know. I love to do that to (laughs) y'all.
0: So annoying. It's the most annoying thing.
3: That's like for the sake of making a statement though. So I fully support that, Lauren. So
2: you kind of batch your Instagram. Do you have any tips on Instagram aesthetic? Like if someone's starting out and they're listening, is there any tools that you use that really help with your Instagram? Because that's one thing I feel like Hmm. you
3: take time and put a lot of thought into. I feel like I don't put too much thought into it. It's more like driving on the street and I'll see like like, just even earlier today, some sunflowers by a wall. And I'm like, hey, that's cute. Like, what if... See, people don't think like this, though. No. You have to elaborate on I'm this. literally, like, there's a constant, like, thought going in my head constantly about, like, what outfit needs to be, like, put on priority next? Like, what could potentially be, like, a good backdrop? Like, what, you know, girl we want to shoot next for whatever we're doing for that month for releases? Like, constantly in my mind so I feel like I just try to take every moment and be like how is this moment used best and work from there
2: (laughs) it seems like you're you're essentially like also a creative director all the time
3: definitely and yeah I love it it it, is not exhausting because I love it
2: yeah so do you work with your husband like I do sometimes or is it never work together?
3: We have worked together in the first couple of years of having our UMI. He was the full like logistical and like financial side, like oh, helping sure that, that be figured out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really recommend it to anyone. And even like, even when it comes, yeah, it's just not ideal. I feel like you should be able to like look at your husband and be like, okay, I, I see fun and like, you know, exciting future things we can do together, not like the day-to-day like muck and Myers. So I feel like that was amazing and definitely necessary for the beginning because that's obviously like not where my brain's at. I don't want it to even have to be there. I want to use my brain for what it's good for. So yeah, that the, there was a kind of a handoff and like we put a team together to where like he could kind of a good exit. <laughs> Taylor is <and> out. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, how quiet him? is Taylor? I know he talks more usually. You he's a, you probably, probably Taylor, looking at you up is your mic online? Online? Oh, oh, oh,
0: on. It's oh, it's on. There you I I go. wait, wait I would, a moment to pounce.
3: I want to say the moment to You're pounce. You really can't even see him. He no, no, like,
0: no I, put, I put him back there. You know
2: what he's doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. He's back there Googling photos of you. like Probably. Trying to do something creepy. He's <laughs> smiling right now. I know exactly.
1: You may not be able to see me, but you can feel me. Oh, wow. Now you know. Now you know why the air the just wall. got so
3: dark. Yeah,
1: thank <laughs> you. My presence.
3: No, but like I just want everyone to know I'm a, such a like faithful listener of your podcast, and well, it's, that's like, how we met. My favorite, so I know that's why I know T- Taylor is he's Taylor's being, so he's now being I, now, weird I, right now. Now he's in
0: there's like, oh shit, I wonder what she's heard. Well, like now oh. that you tell me that, though, I'm like, now I'm like, oh shit, I wonder what she's heard me say. I
3: heard the Caroline Stanberry where he was being like extra taylor and i was well, like well, he would Whoa. be extra well actually she's
2: married but she she was putting out a vibe to him and he was loving it okay yeah. 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 she's so, yeah. so she was Her feeding My house
3: was
1: lit and i was the ship lost at sea
3: oh wow. he's like ready with these that no yeah, he's Google he's
0: probably Google that. that he's he actor. like has a
3: script for like yeah, every, script every moment that could no he's
0: definitely a character of this show you know
3: he don't we don't have anyway
0: we don't need you anyway, well, so.
3: <laughs> anymore
2: taylor yeah go so back to masturbating oh yeah, my god like let's not Google image. I, know, yeah, go. I know. Okay, so there's a lot of girls in this industry that are trying to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. I am not a big fan of the it's too saturated thing. No, I no. think if you have a unique perspective and you have a way to communicate with an audience, then you have then there's potential. Is there any advice that if you were starting right now, is there something that you would say to
3: you at 18? I would just even try to see past everything you've like drop everything you've ever seen, unsee it, like make it into what do you care about the most? What is something that only you can bring? I feel like I read something like, and you guys are so good at this, like make your mess your message. And that's something that I'm not good at. That's why it struck me a bit. But I feel like that is definitely like what needs to happen and probably the way to get people's attention now. I do feel like it's so difficult. To start, but I don't want to be like
2: no. But it's true. Make your mess your message. That's a re- like a really good quote. I would agree with that. You have you have to sort of open it up. Everyone's different. Like I think it just depends on like what your brand is. I want to speak a little bit more uh, about the business side, mm-hmm. just because I feel like out of every single influencer I told Michael this in the car that I've ever seen, you're like one of the best how do you choose where you're going to distribute your product
3: it's only sold on our site oh i thought it was on revolve too for some reason no it's only on your site we have like full control of everything and that's that's exactly how i want it okay can you speak that's really interesting
2: to me can you speak on because just when i eventually launch product i Mm -hmm. think i want to launch it direct to consumer
3: only too yeah why did you make that decision Well, in the beginning, we actually did test out stocking with some retailers, um, brick and mortar with Satine.
0: That can crush you though, too. People don't realize that, like, they get an order, They're like, oh, cool, I get an order from a retailer. Oh,
3: especially if it's you're working with a, one of the big, like, Nordstrom's. or. There was a, or I
0: was involved yeah. in a boot company. I won't say which one now. They, people can probably Google it. A while ago, got rid of my shares, but so intriguing um, the way you put it. <laughs> they we, we did something <laughs> a few Christian years back around with Nordstrom, mm-hmm. and Nordstrom fucked up, and it was around they didn't put the product out. And then what happened was, since they since they had all that product, this Christmas season passed. And then they're like, "Oh shit, we have this product anything." So they discounted all of it. What it did at the time to that site is everything got price matched, and so it completely almost sunk the business. And it was all just because of one big retailer. So people don't realize it's it's not always like, "Hey, I got in a store. I'm in Barney's or I'm in Nordstrom." It's not a good thing. No, that's
3: like not the kind of credit I care about. And literally, like, not to be rude, but like, I can't remember the last time I stepped foot in Barney's and like found anything I cared about it. Like, I just literally. Can't find what I want unless I make it, so I feel that's like why it's going bankrupt.
0: Well, a lot of influencers too. You right about is, that in New York. This is going to get me in trouble too, probably. But they want to do these things where they go and they have this this brand in their head, and they go, "Okay, I'm going to give most of this business away to a big retailer, and the big retailer then becomes your partner, and they control a lot of that business." Mm-hmm. And the problem is, you don't have any of that user data. You don't control your funnel. You don't have you know if that retailer says, "Hey, I'm not going to focus on this anymore, or I'm not going to, yeah. I'm going to move on to something else," you're fucked. It's so, like you're the so best vulnerable. thing to do. Yeah, you have to control your business and your pipeline. I believe. Yeah everything to direct to consumer first because if it starts to take off and you do it well then you have leverage and then you can go into the stores. And who's done that well? The Four Sigmatic guys. Oh really? They've done it incredibly well.
3: You guys' trip looked insane over there. But yeah like I'm not answering I mean the way that I plan things out or even don't plan things out or um, (laughs) just want for things to be at RUMI like it would so not be pleasing to let's say like a board or someone anyone that I'm answering to it's just exactly like what I want. It's a bit like on a whim, but I think it works for me um, at the size that we're at. So I feel like the fact that I don't have to answer to anyone, they have like no say in anything I can do. Like that means the clothes can be exactly what I want. So. But that's how you made your mess,
2: your message. Like that's you're doing things, how you want to do it on your own terms. Yeah. And you're not giving energy to what anyone else is doing. I think that's why you're so successful.
3: It's really just fun for me. Um, I feel so like beyond lucky to be able to do like all the different categories of the things that I love about fashion for a living. It just feels crazy. But yeah, like you were saying, like, we're basically never on sale unless it's Black Friday. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you were, I mean, some retail can make sense
0: down the line, but it's after you've already built your brand and like made a powerful business and have control, right? Like, You know, then say, okay, I'm going to move a couple thousand units or whatever Mm -hmm. to these stores. But you have your hub and you have all that customer data. That's another thing. If you go retail, you have no customer data. You don't control any of it.
3: We have everything. We literally, if someone's wearing our UMI, we can track exactly how that came to be. Like it's, yeah, (laughs) that's how I like to have it.
0: Your top customers, when, how often. It's Mm -hmm. the best.
2: Yeah. So, who's your top celebrity customer? Would you say out of everyone?
3: I mean, there's so many amazing girls that we work that we work with. I think the day that just probably will never be topped, like when Malia Obama ordered a bunch of pieces before their trip to the south of France, and I was just like what That's a good <laughs> that view. is a good one under her, yeah it was insane and um i was like okay that just makes me so happy for the rest of eternity i don't like we're never going to see those pieces on her of course she's like I, her privacy is so valuable and um just the knowledge of that is beyond but yeah then she ended up being photographed in it <laughs> i was like what is my life doing to me like it's just
2: too crazy so yeah and when kylie jenner or kendall wear something it's got to sell out
3: it, yeah, they're obviously
0: I think Barack and Michelle bought powerful. some woo from me. They bought some No,
3: woo. they didn't, you fucking liar.
0: <laughs> the day they bought woo, I was like, the Obama's using some woo. Yeah.
3: woo.
2: When when someone like Kylie or Kendall wears something of yours, is
3: it something that you see right away on the back end? It's definitely like a lot of excitement and there's so many like, you know, dedicated closet accounts that will be tagging us and so we'll know literally instantly. Um yeah, it's a palpable effect that they have. And it's, yeah. This is my own selfish question that I have for you. How do you
2: think, how can you successfully go from being an influencer to running a business like you run? Like, what do you think
3: are things that you look Hmm. back on that maybe you shouldn't have done or you wish you did more of? I mean, I feel like there was no way that I could have known any of it, like even like having that perfect team size. Um only working with people that you would want to work with that you could see yourself working with forever um and i think yeah it's just the learning curve stuff there's no way to even know that i mean like i literally was just working for myself for so many years with my blog and i didn't really know anything about like even now management i'm just like what like i i are how, do you, when you, when you how do you similarities? How do you guys deal with that? Like it's just.
0: Uh, Well, I don't do I don't deal with any of it, Lauren Lauren has to deal with it.
2: No, no, no. She, she is like me and you're like her husband though, the dynamic is. No,
0: but I'm not like I'm not creating content and working with any, you know. You,
2: but you and I are the same way where it's like uh, this is what my perspective is and mm-hmm. you could tell me I'm wrong. Money
3: isn't what drives us. No. <laughs> it's there's so much low-hanging fruit like left money-wise I'm just like (laughs) he gets and, and this can be like a
2: like we can get in fights about this it's it's Being able to create something out of your brain that no one else has created and be so specific and detailed and bring it to a customer that not only is going to wear it or use it or whatever, they're going to go tell 15 of their friends. Yeah. And you know that when they tell 15 of their friends, those friends are going to tell friends. Like, that's what I feel like gets the rush and
3: the purity of that is just like literally the only reason to do it. And I feel like it's, yeah, definitely difficult. Like Chris is the same way. He'll be like, well, this would be so easy. Why don't you do this? And I'm like, but you know, I don't really feel like there's um, like a problem in the sock market and I don't need to contribute it to right now. So it's fine. Like, (laughs)
0: Well, Lauren misunderstands me sometimes. And this is a good time to clarify it. So (laughs) if, if she wants to run around and do art projects and blog and take pictures in the street, Fine, I don't care about the money at I all. I
2: love art projects. <laughs> no problem.
0: If you wanted to do this and just do, no problem. But the the moment when you start building a team and you have other people that are reliant on you for their income and for their their life, yeah, that's when it's like you have to be responsible to the business. So that's for why me, I'm so
3: interested definitely. in Rooney though, because she has such a good balance of that. <laughs> well, the reason that I have that is because my team is insane and they completely understand um, the quirks that comprise me, and i I mean I'm so spoiled by them. Like literally, like. Um, yeah, I have such great people that I work with and I'm so lucky that I have been, I don't know, they've just like stuck around with me for what years is this now. this team? Shout out to your team. They, they
2: sound amazing. Is there any tips that you have for hiring someone? Did you find them on LinkedIn? Did you find them through Instagram?
3: Um, I think that like the, they kind of like find me, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, my assistant I found on Craigslist. Like, I mean, it's just crazy like how long I've been working with the same people and how like in and out we know each other and like like Sarah, D, my pattern maker. He's like literally my brother. Like we are just like bicker and just like get each other in like the craziest, most specific ways. Um, it's like a mono brain. And then um, yeah, that girl that she was my COO. She um, she was with me for a w- while and then she um wanted to kind of leave and focus on her own stuff. But she we're still working together. Like she'll come in like multiple days a month and just like help with what she's best at. And I just feel like people, I'm so lucky that I feel that they want to be a part of it. It's such a positive energy and it's just, it feels like that's not normal from what I hear about in the world. So I just feel... It's hard really, really really lucky. It's not a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's all these personalities you're managing. It's
2: a lot of emotional intelligence, I feel like. Yeah. And then your beautiful studio. I've never seen it in person, but I'm going to. Oh
3: my God. Talk. When are you visiting? I need to visit.
2: I want to visit. I feel like if I go, I want to bring like my photographer because it's so make it a whole me. thing.
3: Yeah. Like, seriously. And same thing for Flutter. That's yeah. Chris's it's, new you gotta, space. Tell us about Flutter. So Flutter is, I'm going to say it's fully, fully, it's all Chris's masterminding. It is just, um, I can't believe he pulled it off and it's just what I've seen it go from, you know, nothing to what it is now, obviously, in like a quite quick um, turnaround time. And it's, it's really exciting. So it's like, um, it's an immersive art experience, where every room is basically an art installation that you can interact with. And like, there's so many like tactile and different features to every room. And it's just, Yeah, it's really exciting. So, can that's his his baby? So that's like really allowed him to be like (laughs) that's good though. Even further apart from the day to day of
0: gotta have your own things. Yeah.
3: So, so So Flutter is an art exhibit, but I feel like your studio
2: or your office is an art exhibit too. The way it looks online, (laughs) we'll reclassify. Yeah. Is I mean, it's it's so beautiful.
3: Um. Yeah. Can you sort of speak like, (laughs) how did you, did you design that yourself? We had a space um, a few blocks away. We consolidated everything last summer, end of last summer, into this amazing, like, full floor of a building downtown. And um, that's, like, the current loft, which is, like, above and beyond what our old loft was. And yeah, it's all just, like, things I love, like some random, like, marble table from a flea market or... um, we had um, someone come in and paint the wall behind the bed in February, and just like, because I was inspired when I saw these like um, cherry blossom paintings at this random Airbnb we were staying, like just such random things. Like, I got to bring Weston into her. Like, I'm telling you, it's the
2: gnarliest thing. It's, Michael needs to come too. Yeah, it's the most beautiful situation, Michael. Like I'm you, on the way. Yeah, let's go. It's very, very good light, too. Like, yeah. Can I tell you something? I want
0: everyone to... Lauren is always the bog to the social situations because I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then she is the one that's kicking the can down the road and not getting her schedule in order. I'm calling no, her out right now.
2: because I, th- you will relate to this. Taylor, I put back so me up much energy towards creating every day true. that you so get we're just tired. like overall exhausted yeah. constantly. He doesn't understand. It's a lot to just do anything. I feel guys, like I'm the one that catches. going right? like oh,
0: Michael's not going to do that, but it's
2: no, I'm going to I'm going to actually go and shoot at Flutter. And honestly, downtown's in. far. So no, just, we'll come in.
0: Oh, well, it's downtown. Yeah. Never mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm right.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. What's your morning routine? I know it's specific.
3: Um, okay, so my morning, it's a, I, I feel like I basically, I'm not like not a morning person, not not a night person. I feel like I love all times, but I feel like um, the mornings I really try to reserve for like, just, you know, Planning out my day, getting the energy correct, like, literally taking my time. I make my husband breakfast every morning. Um oh, Well. It's disgusting. Literally, like, I don't know why, but my, like, housewife tendencies are there. And I never knew that about me until I met Chris.
0: Listen, this is going to be fucked up, but it's, it's, I think it's the Japanese side. I think we, I think, because wow, my, my wow. grandma every day. I spoil it. She had to cook for me, even if I didn't want. It, I'm like, listen, Grandma, I'm, I'm I can't eat. I'm completely full. Had to be pancakes eggs bacon my sisters wake up she'll be like nope not for you for him
3: i mean yeah the way that my mom feeds him when we're visiting my parents, oh i'm telling you yeah it might be in my blood yeah
0: asian grandmothers okay, so you are cook, the best
2: <laughs> you cook your husband breakfast go on i I'm, I'm, i want to keep hearing um
3: i do like always like i don't know i feel like having a house there's so many little things to like keep in order like things i just am constantly learning about like right now i feel like there's something living in my chimney i don't know what it is i don't know how to figure out like how to get it out so that's like one of my projects right now <laughs>
0: You need to hire a chimney sweep.
3: No, Does that exist still? I don't
0: know. Taylor? I have
1: no
3: clue. <laughs> you know, Taylor, Taylor, oh, Yelp, chimney sweep. Taylor's living in Make your fucking useful.
1: chimney. Make yourself
3: useful. Chimney sweep sounds like some sort of <laughs> Taylor. is a you. Thing. Taylor's living in the chimney. But it's weird. So, like, literally, I was, I was, like, to, like, Google it. And, like, um, apparently, if it's the sound is, like, not constant, it's, like, an animal is, like, denning. Like, it's probably, it's, like, a like, raccoon in, in there or something. There and it's babies.
0: Yeah, they're nesting.
3: It doesn't sound that big. I'm trying to like gauge the size of... Yeah, anyway, so there's so many little things like that. Have you, lit, like have you that. lit the fire? <laughs> so that's my morning routine.
0: <laughs> have you, wait, hold on. Have, you, have, you, no, li- we
3: have never, you lit the fire? We never use the fireplace. Come on, it's so bad for you the environment. You might have to smoke that thing out. What
1: if there's like a human skeleton
0: that comes falling down?
3: No, uh, you guys, I found this guy with like high reviews on Yelp, and he's. I feel like he's going to come fix it soon.
2: But That's I, Taylor's other job. <laughs> that's what did him. You, what did you
0: Google to find this guy?
3: <laughs> um, like Mary Poppins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I need a guy to come over and clear some critters like, out of my chimney Chimney
3: issue. But anyway, so I feel like, I don't know, just maintenance, you know, I, I take care of that stuff in the morning. That's a really specific and weird one. But yeah, there are a lot of little things like that.
0: Like who would have thought Rumi Neely was <laughs> like chimney your, sweeping in the morning? Your doorknob
3: breaks. Off. I don't know. These little things are happening to me all the time.
2: <laughs> um... My doorknob breaks and I'm calling a task rabbit on Michael's credit card. (laughs)
3: Thank God for my assistant. He figures it out. Here's an article.
1: It says six things that you need to be aware of in case you need to hire a chimney sweep. Okay. I'll skip number one because it's boring. Okay. Number two, smelling a strong odor from a fireplace or chimney. So does that happen?
3: That's like a dead body I'm
1: thinking. Number three, noticing greasy black suit. Soot. 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 Soot.
2: I feel like you're describing yourself right now.
1: Noticing (laughs) a buildup of wood smoke while burning wood. This list is
3: in diverse. Having
1: a damper that is in bad condition. And then number 6. This What's is a probably damper? Where it goes. hearing animals or birds inside the wall.
3: Yeah, I think it's I think it's birds you guys. I'm chill with it. Taylor like that. dropping it with the value today. Wow. People are taking Well, tomorrow morning notes. you need to get
0: up bright and early and get in our chimney and figure out what We, the don't, have have we don't
2: have a chimney. You oh, cheap cheap ass. We, oh, we, we don't, don't have, have, have a chimney. We don't have a fucking chimney. You know what? That's true. We're I also condo, don't have though. a bathtub. I want a chimney and a bathtub. You don't have a bathtub? No, it's nope. so rude I talk about it every day. You got to move. Devastating. I tell him this every day so he's looking. Move to my chimney. It's available.
1: Just wallow in their own filth anyways in a like a cesspool of water. You for sure take that baths all the time.
0: You you know such what? an outdated... I take a shower before I get in the bath. Oh, of course. Because...
3: I uh, don't... Wait, <laughs> Lauren, stop. Oh my God, now you're the Chris. Yeah, see... Oh. I...
2: She's like, the, the, I don't, I don't take a shower before I get there. Taylor in
0: the has a very valid point. Wait, but this is
3: like the Japanese section. You
0: yeah. ever wonder why <laughs> the water, the, the water's blah. Yeah. In, in Japan, you the have to be. Oh my God. Black. Have you guys
3: even like mess around with the Japanese baths? They're insane. It's basically like, a whole like wet room and um, like you have to shower. It's, like, Do literally you know what would ma- happen in Japan, Japan if
0: you bath. got in the bath without cleaning yourself first? It's like the most, have the you ever thing. gone to
3: Japan? Cause we haven't. I I live there. Yeah. You grew up there. Yeah. When I was a kid.
0: Yeah, we got to go. I want to go to Tokyo.
3: And my whole, my mom, um, she has like zero family in America. Like her entire family is over there, her three sisters. And that's where you on the bus. Yes. Okay. Train. 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 train, train. Maybe, but. Helicopter. Don't do it
0: like that. It's a train, right? <laughs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> Who gives a shit about the bus? It's a train.
3: You guys need to go to Tokyo. It's just, I would love to go Wait, to Tokyo. Wait, morning routine. Is there anything else?
2: Um, green smoothie. Yeah, what are you, what are you eating and drinking? I'm sure everyone wants to know that
3: your body's banging um, I'm sometimes I'm sneaking like Chris's vanilla protein which is like disgusting but I'm trying to like see if protein does anything oh, no, it's Good. So, the protein
2: grosses people me people
3: are out. so with protein I'm like what I never yeah it's gotta be a specific protein yeah so the chalkiness is so present
1: never, there's a cookies and cream protein that I got once oh it's oh, so gross
3: Oh, I'll my God. Always go with chocolate. The it's like when kids' toothpaste tries to be like a flavor that's not mint. Like, oh. Yeah, no. I'm not doing
2: a cookies and cream protein so shake, Taylor. That, that doesn't sound... I feel like you're drinking that in the chimney. I had
0: that same one. It's disgusting. It's so gross. It's really it literally bad. looks like semen.
3: It's a rite of passage for them. It looks like semen. Who? Okay. It's a powder, <laughs> no?
1: No, but once you add liquid to it, and then it
3: just
0: becomes this gelatin. Am I going to have to turn your mic on? <laughs>
3: Cookies and cream (laughs) protein powder looks like he can like literally take anything to that place. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, it's jarring.
2: He loves jarring is the word for him. It. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, you should go. We decided Michael and I we were bored the other day and we scrolled all the way back to his Instagram to see like old photos. There is some creepy shit. My favorite photos. He was he was trying
0: to woo this girl one time and he had this like nice suit that he had Taylor. You can feel free to jump in, but he did a selfie in the suit. But was, I knew what he was up to, mm-hmm. and I called him out. And I said, "Yo, are you only wearing the top half of the suit and not the pants?"
3: No, the real <gasps> story is you sensed it. You sensed he was pantless, yeah. and you were correct. And I he, knew it. He was only—he was wearing no, no pants.
0: He just wanted, for the He was
2: pretending like he went out on a Saturday night to make her jealous. Okay, did yeah, it work? Exactly.
1: No, I don't know.
0: To be honest, but I knew. No, it didn't was, work. That means no. <laughs> I knew he was sitting in his underpants playing video games. So I called him out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I literally put the top upper half of the suit on. Had nothing on. It was just bare legs
2: you were oh bare like God. so he had no I'm sure he had no boxers on no pants and he took a picture of himself oh, in his bear. suit and he, his ass. caption was going out for a fun raging Saturday night he knows it too that's why he's not saying anything wow the effort <sighs> yeah the we effort. must admire the effort yeah we must admire the yeah. effort I, I I don't think you can wear RUMI, Taylor I don't think that's gonna work out oh, for the you all.
1: things that happen in the shadows
2: okay <laughs> okay book podcast, resource that you can recommend to the audience, oh website, Netflix special,
3: anything I that like you're... just silly stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't... It, I don't need to honestly, talk about Kohl's all the time. Real I just Housewives. love like... No, I don't watch that. I never watch that. Okay. Oh, you gotta watch I literally it. just watch The Office on loop. I love like, The Office. Like, so, like, like just back to season one every time. It's soothing like, for anxiety. It's so good. But, um, I don't know. Esther's podcast, soon to die, but still... <laughs> listen to it her in general um what
2: else you said a podcast earlier
3: but i didn't catch the name it was a guy oh Crystal. it was a comedy podcast is Crystal hilarious okay i gotta listen to his podcast i literally like die like how just his level of maniacal like gleam in his eyes just makes himself laugh is the funniest thing. okay I gotta those look-
0: videos he creates on social where he puts his face over old movies is fucking hilarious too
3: i've never heard it of- why haven't i heard of this person
2: don't worry, Lord. We'll oh, he's your.
3: a San Diego basher.
2: He keeps oh. performing there. San Diego basher. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love San Diego, but I, I like, you know,
0: no, I love San Diego. They're just, they just need to up their, their presentation a bit. But
2: like you, like you have to love that. It's like an they endearing quality. Yeah, the beaches. The are beach rubber. setup is so good. The beach setup is good. Yeah, the you beaches know?
0: there are good. <laughs> um, yeah, you get some space over there if you like, you have a little bit of room. Taylor lives yeah. in San Diego. It's a wholesome place.
2: The Mexican mm-hmm. food is definitely better. Mexican food's way better. Taylor lives in a chimney without pants, wearing a blazer <laughs> in San Diego, <laughs> and I pronounces it suit.
1: <laughs> Moonlight as a, a chimney sh- sweeper. I was gonna say sh- sweeper, but yeah, I there's a
3: special that. outfit for that. I think. Yeah, yeah, Taylor. probably has it. It's
1: <laughs> that big top hat.
3: It's a cropped pant, maybe. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. Um,
2: <laughs> thank you for coming on. Where can everyone find you and your brand?
3: Um, I'm at Rumi Neely. My brand's at R-U-M-I and yeah icom Spell your brand, though, because it's spelled specifically. It is. Okay, so it's a play in my name, if you didn't figure that out yet. And it is A-R-E-Y-O-U-A-M-I. You guys, it's so cute. And so many
2: of my Instagrams, I'm wearing it. I love her stuff. And it's really great you for look basics. You insane in it. Oh, it's, my God. Uh, your stuff you is You need the major. new pieces. All your stuff is There's major. so much new No, craziness. you sent me so many nice things. I mean, honestly, no. I do I like uh, out of all the brands it's that I have to tell you it's I'm I'm Thank serious you so much, I'm Lauren. it's very very like, detailed and you're wearing a top I think right now by mm-hmm. okay mostly like sleeve off the shoulder I feel like people are going to ask me so you have to tell me which one this is before you go. Ooh it's it's gone. It's oh, oh it's so good. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for coming on. You're amazing. You're an inspiration. Thank you so much Iconic. guys. Thank
0: Thanks you. for doing this. It's fun.
2: That is a wrap on Rumi's episode. She can come back anytime and talk biz. Also want to remind you the gifting campaign that's on my latest Instagram. It's a million pink things, a YSL bag, the one that I wore in France. It's completely curated by me. You even have a pink lemon, orange lime juicer. You could make margaritas with it. It's smeg. There is so much cute stuff. You even win a MacBook. Takes five seconds to enter. Go check out my latest Instagram at the skinny confidential. And with that, we'll see you guys on Friday.
0: This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20,000 courses. I'm currently using the platform to learn a bunch of different skills that we have talked about many times on this show. This is a tool for brands and individuals to acquire new skills or take novice skills to an expert level. Think of it as the Netflix for learning skills online. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash TSC. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash TSC to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash TSC.